This is Carolyn Holly. Welcome to Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall. For the next half hour, you're going to be encouraged and challenged by Skip and his guests as they discuss the game plan for life. In sports, as in life, it's important to have a game plan. And as Skip says, no game plan, no victory. Game Plan for Life is brought to you by the following sponsors. Albertsons, it's just better. Dutch Bros of Boise, an experience guaranteed to satisfy. Peterson Chevrolet, satisfy your love to drive. Comet Dry Cleaners, it's the best. The Wellness Center of Boise, to do well, you have to be well. And Summer's Funeral Home, every life leaves a legacy. Welcome to Game Plan for Life. This is your host, Skip Hall. Each week we will have in-depth conversations with leaders in sports, business, and within the community. Through conversations with these leaders, we will examine the importance of creating a game plan to succeed in all areas of life. It will be interesting to learn the principles, practices, and priorities that each individual incorporates into the biggest game of all, the game of life. My mantra is, no game plan, no victory. We have a special guest today, and he is Ken Lewis, who is the director of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes here in the state of Idaho. Ken has done a wonderful job, and we're going to talk about that in just a few minutes. But, uh, Ken, welcome to the program. Good morning, Coach. It's great to be here this morning. Well, I know you have a game plan because you've got an awful lot of people in your life that you've got to uh, have a game plan for, a lot of uh, junior high and high school kids and college kids, and plus your own family. And uh, tell you, you've got a lot of balls in the air don't you? Yeah, I do. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's a good life. It's a busy life. <laughs> well, it's, it's a very important life, and I know you have a major influence in a lot of uh, young people's lives. But let's talk about Ken Lewis. Um, where'd you grow up? I grew up in, uh, as I actually born in California. My, my folks moved up here when I was five and uh, lived in Boise for just a few months, and then my folks bought a farm out in Star. So I grew up on a, star, on a farm there in Star, Idaho, and um, Went to Lowell Scott Junior High there on off of Eagle Road and McMillan, and then I went to Meridian High and uh, had a had a great time going being a warrior at Meridian High School back in the early eighties. So, well, I know you were a wrestler too. Tell yep. us a little bit about that. Yeah, I ran uh, ran cross country uh, basically to just stay in shape and, and get in shape for wrestling season. And I wrestled basically started wrestling when I was uh, a kid, probably first or second grade and starting the optimist program there at eagle uh grade school and um actually attended star grade school but the eagle and star kids went were on the same optimist program and then they started the freestyle program eventually and so yeah i wrestled all the way through high school and um then um had opportunity to attend several different universities uh, mike young had talked to me about walking on and uh, at Boise State, I uh, had opportunity to go to North Idaho College, which you know still has a really good at that time as well. Had a really great wrestling program and a few other places. I almost went to Biola. I was just a, a sliver away from being wrestling at Biola down in Southern Cal, and uh, but I ended up being at NNU and wrestling mm. there. So I, I just I think I just really had had a desire at that point to kind of enter. Uh, uh, more so a Christian environment and and wrestle within that and, and go to school there. So And then I went to Northwest Nazarene in Napa. So yeah, That's fantastic. What, uh, Ken, I've, I've heard often people, people talk about growing up on a farm and the values that you learn there. What would you say to that? You know, just being able to work hard um, at any time, whether it's in the middle of the night when you get the water for irrigation, uh, you know, coming down the ditch or... 
early in the morning when it's hot, when it's cold, you know, feeding the animals when it's when you don't feel like getting up and going out there when it's five degrees below zero or whatever it might be. And, and, um, you know, haying in the summertime and all that. And, uh, uh, you know, just being able to work regardless of the situation. So, um, I mean, that was, that was kind of the things that, that I learned and, and seeing my dad, my dad, a hard worker, a hard worker. And so was my mom and my mom always had a big old garden. And then my, my dad had a full-time job, but then we had enough acres to keep us busy all the time. So, so you, you, you were hear busy. that. Yeah. <laughs> Ken, uh, tell us a little bit about your family. Yeah. Um, my mom and dad, and I have one brother, younger brother, about two years younger and uh, uh, than I. And uh, um, they, um, my folks both grew up in California and what the you know in their life born there and through high school and then they just want to get out of southern cal um and just look for a little different life for their kids and so and my my own family i've been married for 27 years now and i've got three daughters and uh, uh my wife teaches at a greenleaf friends academy and then uh i've got a 22 year old daughter 20 year old daughter and a 17 year old daughter wow so, you got your hands full yeah it's been a huge blessing those girls and uh just you know it's been amazing. You know, I coached. I coached wrestling for a long time. Mm-hmm. Coached wrestling for 19 years, and then uh, when my daughters start getting involved in sports, they start getting involved in lacrosse. And uh, I checked the little box on the little card when we signed them up. You know, to be a parent helper. I thought I'd help line fields or bring in snacks or whatever. And I went to the parent helper meeting. Next thing you know, they found out that I'd coached high school wrestling for 19 years, and they were like, "Hey, we could send some of the lacrosse girls from the high school down." and you could be the U13 coach. And uh, mm-hmm. next thing you know, I was coaching lacrosse. For I coached lacrosse for seven seasons. Coached U13 for four years, and then I was assistant coach at Eagle High for two years, and my daughters played over there. And then I coached a club team for one season here in Boise. Well, you're, a, you're an involved man, I'll say that for sure. So what does Ken Lewis like to do when he's not doing FCA, Fellowship of Christian Athletes? Well, um, Love going up to the Sawtooth and love being up there and uh, love to snowboard. Uh, I didn't really start skiing until after I was done with college and then I converted over about eight years ago to snowboarding. And uh, I think if I was still coaching wrestling, Mm. that would be difficult to try to do to get away in the winter. You know how that goes. Being a football coach is hard to go hunting in the fall and doing fall types of things. And so, but that's been. Uh, something that I love to do is yeah. go snowboarding. I love to be in the Sawtooth in the summer. And uh, um, and then my, my wife and I have a big garden. We love being out in, in the garden, and there's just something about that, mm. and getting away and no. just the solitude, <laughs> uh, you know, having those times when you can get get away and get refreshed. Well, Idaho's a pretty special place. You can do a lot of things, and yep. we're blessed to, to, to live here. Well, let's get uh, into the FCA and talk about the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Uh, I will say at the outset that this is an organization that I've been involved with for 47 years, 
in about five different states. So it's it was it was special to me back when I first got involved, and it's still special special to me 47 years later because I know how it can change uh, young people's lives and and all the people that they influence, including coaches and parents and boosters. And so it is a wonderful organization, and uh, we're going to get into that today and and what they do, and we're going to talk about opportunities to get involved for those listeners that may not know much about it, but maybe you're thinking about this is something we need at our school, our junior high school or our high school. Uh, and and uh, Ken is the man that can can get things rolling. So, first of all, Ken, um, give us just a, a, a brief opening uh, description of FCA, and then let's talk about the huddles. Well, FCA, like you said, has been around a long time. It's actually been around uh, about over sixty-two or sixty-three years now, and uh, uh, it, it's a it's a not just a sports evangelism type of ministry, but it's a sports ministry, which includes that evangelism, but also includes discipleship. So it's to see the world impacted for Jesus Christ through the influence of coaches and athletes. And that could happen at the middle school level. It could happen at the high school level, the college level, professional sport level, uh, community sports, you know, club sports as well, and outreaches that maybe uh, maybe partnering with churches and doing a, a church camp, much like a, a VBS, but do a sports angle on that. And we've got great resources for that as well. So it's an equipping ministry. Um, we are volunteer intensive. We'd like to train the volunteers up and train them, equip them, get them some resources, and then get out of the way mm-hmm. and let God see them work at their school or with their club team or on their college soccer team or whatever it might be. And um, so that's – and then to – obviously, we mentioned coaches. It's a huge part right. of coaching and uh, in terms of being able to encourage coaches, uh, current Christian coaches, but also as an outreach to coaches right. too that are searching. As you know, I mean – it's it's tough out there you know, coaches it's it's tough on families it's tough on marriages for coaches yep and um and oftentimes they uh they <laughs> when when the team's not doing so good they get blamed more and and it, it's 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 unfortunate but um it, it, so being being there to to provide that cool clean fresh glass of water so to speak, in an analogy to coaches, to be able to be there for them, support them in the, the good and the bad, yeah. and um, so yeah. Oh, it's it's so important. It's just uh, it's it's vital. Um, well, when I when we started FCA here in Idaho back in the late '80s, you know, we just were getting a start, had a few huddles going. But tell us where it is today about the huddles around the state and and what's going on. Yeah, you know, we've got huddles at all those levels we talked about, um, middle school, high school, college, and then even some professional sport outreaches that we do, some chapels with the Hawks and the Steelheads. Uh, And then we've had some uh, club sports get started with some groups, you know, kind of like team studies or or. Uh, multi-sport but that, we use that same terminology huddles and so we've got about uh, 50 plus huddles now in in idaho that's and not a whole lot going on in north idaho and uh, in eastern idaho there's some going in south central idaho around twin 
and there's some things going at ISU there in Pocatello and Century High School. But most of it's around here in south- southwest Idaho, in the Treasure Valley. And and what do they do at these huddles, Ken? Let's, uh, for example, a middle school or a high school huddle. What 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 goes on? Yeah, base, our basic structure is that we'll have um, you know two to four you know athlete leaders at that school, and we need an advisor. So usually it's a coach that's at that school that has a classroom that they can meet in. And it's basically a Bible study, but they all have special speakers come in from time to time. And we've got a lot of great resources like videos from different coaches and athletes, maybe testimonies from them, or maybe a topic they're talking about. There's a lot of videos that they can use as well. And then, and then use that to spur on conversation and then get into the word of God. And how does that apply? How does the word of God apply to their life today as a, as an athlete or as a coach, uh, in 2016 mm. and uh, the living word of God yeah. and how that can help them in their life and how Jesus can help them in their life. So it's, it's really training those kids and those, those huddle leaders to, to do ministry. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like a mission trip at their school, you know, for your granddaughter there yep. at this high school she's at and be able to, it, it's an opportunity for them to minister where God's called them right now. And uh, cause you know that, Time is short, mm. and, and, and you know, from the time a kid enters high school, from the freshman year or senior, it goes by like that. Yeah. And so, being able to train them up to do ministry to who got where God has called them right now, bloom where they planted, kind of that's a. Oh, you hear that saying, but I, I heard Frosty Westerling right, say that. Right. You know, make the big time where you're, where you're at, and that's really, you know, it's not about oh yo when I when I graduate from high school or when I, when I, when I read the Bible some more, or when I, when I graduate from college and and get a degree, then maybe I can settle down and get involved in something and volunteer. No, it's, 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 it's right now, coach. It's Mm -hmm. get involved right now where God's placed you. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard the statement that someday never comes. So that's a good analogy that, uh, you know, get involved now. The big times where you're at, uh, I can remember Frosty uh, saying that as well. Well, let's move on into the camps. The camps are a real heartbeat of the uh, FCA ministry, and and so many kids and coaches have been influenced over the years, and and you've developed a tremendous one here locally. Tell us about that. Yeah, this is our, our regional camp for the Northwest, so Oregon, Idaho, Washington, Montana, Alaska, and this will be our seventh summer of hosting the regional camp here at Northwest Nazarene University in Napa, Idaho, and uh, we've got a ton of sports. We've got some incredible coaches that are Christian coaches that are um, uh, come and they, they basically give, they volunteer. They come a week out of their summer to volunteer and serve at FCA camp. We have college athletes in their, in that particular, in these different sports that come and serve as assistant coaches, but they, they're really, that we they call them huddle leaders. They, they lead two Bible studies a day with athletes in their, their sport and those college huddle leaders make sure the kids get up in the morning, go do their quiet time. They all go as a huddle to eat breakfast. They go to morning chapel time. They do the morning workout together, and then they go in their sport for two hours. They have lunch. Then they have a Bible study led by that college athlete, that huddle leader. And then they have another two hours in their sport. And so we're really trying to integrate um, the sport and faith, the faith in Jesus Christ, all throughout we're not trying to compartmentalize oh yeah we go to sport and the coach acts one way but then the rest of the week right. you know he acts a certain another way so then after then we have dinner and then we have a we have a, a speaker 
um, at the end of the day, and it's actually our we call it our team meeting. So it's we have worship, we have a great worship band, and and then a speaker, and then they go for a debrief huddle with their college athlete. And this year, we have the chaplain for the Seattle Seahawks in the University mm-hmm. of Washington, who you know, Jonathan yeah, Rainey. He's on staff with yeah, FCA in yeah. Seattle. Does a great job. Oh yeah, it does a great job. So he'll be speaking two nights, and then we have. Tony Overstake, who wrestled at University of Oregon when they used to have wrestling, not not too long ago, and he also was a, a coach for about seven years at University of Oregon, assistant wrestling coach, and so he's on staff with FCA too, at in Eugene, he's their campus director uh, for the University of Oregon, mm. so he'll speak two nights, and then we got an awesome worship band, and then um, great uh, high school college and professional sport coaches right. that are at our camp. For instance, last year we had Hollis Conway. He was a uh, Olympic high jumper. He was uh, second in the Olympics in 1988 and third in, in uh, he was bronze medalist in 92 in Barcelona. He was a speaker, but he also was out there every day working with these high jumpers, you know, in, in the track and field, you know, th- those kids that are hurt, were doing track and field. So um, it's a great sports camp. We got some high quality folks that'll be there again this summer coaching. And some great college bas- uh, you know, huddle leaders helping. But it's also a great um, spiritual camp. It's like going to church camp, but having some incredible coaches that are just investing in your life. So it's a, it's a week of inspiration and perspiration. Um, and kids' lives get changed. Yeah. Uh, we, we really try to have them unplug. Um, so it's, it's an incredible week. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, you get the best of both worlds there. You know, you get your training. You also get the spiritual growth and nourishment that young people need in this day and age. And I would just, you know, encourage anybody that's got a young person that's looking uh, at getting better in sports and maybe want to get uh, grow in their faith. Uh, this would be a tremendous opportunity. And, and we're talking today with Ken Lewis, the director of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes here in Idaho. And there's also a radio show on this same station at 9 a.m. every Saturday morning called Heart of the Athlete. And uh, they'll talk a lot about these camps and, and, and athletes on that show as well. So if you get a chance, 9 a.m. on Saturday mornings, tune into the Heart of the Athlete. I think you'll enjoy it. Well, there's other things that the FCA does throughout the year. One of them that's been a huge success is the bowl breakfast. Tell us about the bowl breakfast. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting because we we with the what a blessing to have a bowl game here in Boise. And you think about it, you know, people from warm weather areas, um, they're just like, wow, play a bowl game in December in Boise. That's crazy. But you know, it really was the vision of some some great folks that that saw that as an opportunity for the big West to have a, a, a place to play for their champion uh, years ago. And so like a lot of the warm weather areas in the country that host bowl games, we have a bowl game here and we get to do a breakfast the day before the game. And we bring in a speaker, uh, usually either a coach, a football coach, former coach or a um, former football player. And uh, we've, at first, we were trying to stay kind of Western, you know, West Coast or, you know, Intermountain, like, you know, origin of those, those players and coaches. But we've had other folks from outside, as you know. Well, you know, Bobby like Bowden's been. Bobby Bowden, Bowden yeah, that's right. And Randall Cunningham, yeah. who whose older brother actually was recruited, I guess, apparently to Boise State. Or Randall was. And then there was another yeah. one that had some playing 
experience there. Oh, yeah. and, and we're talking to Tom Osborne about trying to make a trip out for, for one of these bull breakfasts, yep. too. So, so and there's a lot of Husker fans out there. Oh, We'd love to come hear yeah. Tom in Idaho absolutely. and Boise. So we're praying about that. Hopefully that'll work. And, yeah, and that's the kind of thing. We bring in people like this that people maybe normally wouldn't come to Boise, but yet they'd come to listen and then hear about this coach or this former player's relationship with God. And we we have the two teams are there and uh, we'll have a player from each team. Sure. Mm -hmm. You know, about their, their story about what God's done in their life. And, um, we, we involve some local coaches and athletes too with some prayer and MC and that kind of thing. And, and, and out of that, um, we've been, we've had some generous folks that have given funds to help sponsor a kid to come to camp. Like this camp that's coming up here in a few weeks here in Nampa and our, our camp dates this summer, June 20th through 24th. And so we're excited about that, but getting back to the bolt breakfast, it's, it's been a, we've had a thousand, a thousand people there each of the last three years. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're just blessed. We're yeah. so thankful, Coach. You know, there's a, a lot of local event. people. Yeah, it's yeah. a tremendous event, and and it's for everybody. It's not uh, you know just for athletes. It's yep. it's for everybody. We got moms, and we have yeah. you know there's football fans there, but there's moms that love football fans, or yeah. their husbands, or their kids that are there as well, or sponsor Absolutely. a table for, um, you know, uh, kids from their school or kids yeah. from their Optimus football team, or maybe they bring in their aunts and or uncles and aunts and nephews or neighbors or people or men's ministry from their church you know it's and it's an opportunity to for evangelism but an opportunity for encouragement and really pointing people to jesus yep absolutely well ken let's talk for a few minutes about the opportunities that exist for people to get involved with with fca perhaps they don't know much about it maybe they, they you know a little bit about it but don't know how to get involved so how does somebody get involved that would like to investigate the possibilities and, and opportunities? Sure. Um, we've got a lot of, a lot of, a menu of options, a menu of, of things. That's a great question. Thanks, Coach, for asking that. Um, the, number one, I mean, just with our, our middle school and high school huddles and uh, even with our university level or college level huddles, we need, we need volunteers to help out these student leaders student athlete leaders or these these coaches or these advisors so that's one one way that they could help out they could help out with prayer they could help out with maybe bringing in like some snacks once in a while that kind of thing or if they want to get involved in the kind of the the more functioning of it the operations of it and help with some training or or support they could help financially maybe help get bibles or other fca devotionals athlete devotionals to give to all the athletes that come to the there too so maybe they can't volunteer their time and be there or volunteer their time to work with leaders but maybe they could give some resources you know with that or maybe host a dinner or uh, at their house, you know, and have these athlete leaders come to their house. And, um, and so that, that's some ways that they could help out with the huddles. As far as camp, um, we're always need, uh, volunteers helping out at camp as far as registration and some of the things behind the scenes. Um, we've got coaches that come and do like the coaching part of it. And, uh, and then the bowl breakfast, we, you know, we need help with that as well in terms of people helping to set up and tear down, people to help organize help people or people that want to just want to help spread the word and get information out and uh, help uh, whether it's getting getting flyers and physically getting flyers and things to schools or to people at churches um, or if it's 
using social media. Um, we're really trying to amp up our social media presence right now as well and being able to connect people that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they wanted to be the, say, the tip of the spear and get something started, connect with, with a school, um, give us your contact information, your website, sure, yeah. contact info so that they can plug You in. bet. FCAidaho.org is our website, FCAidaho.org, or uh, klewis at fca.org is my email, klewis at fca.org. You can get in touch with me there. Uh, I got a phone number, too. I guess we could give that out sure. to 697-1051. That's 697-1051. And you mentioned, you know, being the spear. I've, say, for instance, you know at your school they don't have FCA at your kid's school or your grandkid's school or their, their middle school or their high school or maybe even elementary school. And you'd like to, you know, connect some people and get a ministry going on at your school you can contact us. You know, we've had many folks do that, parents and grandparents, and go, hey, I want to see this at my school. And they can be really, it's like a catalyst, you know, like that enzyme that gets the reaction going. You, you know, if you're listening right now and going, man, I want this for my kids. I yeah. want to have a Bible study that's relevant. So yeah. get in touch with us. Yeah, listen, I would sure encourage folks to, to get in touch with Ken and get on the website. Uh, this is a fantastic ministry that, that can do wonders for young people and, and us older ones as well. <laughs> and you don't have to be an athlete. If you own a pair of tennis shoes, you're in. Um, it, it's, it's very worthwhile. Or just watch sports. Or just watch sports. <laughs> Ken, just a minute uh, on on a on a challenge here. Challenges of youth for today they, they've got to be pulled in every direction, and and FCA has got to be one of those ways that can kind of get them some balance and some order, and and some spiritual direction in their life. Is is this what you're you're finding out there? Oh yeah, I mean, so many times we find kids that you know worship sports or worship or trying to get their identity from sports or just what they do. And being able to point them to the Creator is is really important. That's what we do. Well, I can't uh, say enough about the work that's done by FCA, and it's all over the country, but uh, locally here, it's it's been a, a growth pattern and an excitement and an enthusiasm that's been building over the years, and and uh, there's so many people involved now, and but we've got a lot more, a lot long ways to go, and a lot more help is needed. Mm-hmm. So if there's uh, anybody in the listening audience uh, that's interested in getting involved, again, uh, g- give that uh, the website uh, and your email address. Yeah, fcaidaho.org, and you can get all the info there. You might, or you can contact us from the website. There's actually a little form there. Hey, I'm interested in getting involved. So, www.fca.org. Well, Ken Lewis, it's been a a real thrill to have you in here today, and thank you for carving out some time. I appreciate so much what you do for FCA and all the youth and, and so many others. So God bless you and keep up the great work. Thanks, Coach. Join Skip next week as he sits down with Jackie Corda, the widow of Doug Corder, the Eagle High School's softball coach who began Eagle High School's journey to two state championships and the number one ranking in the nation. And be sure to check our website to hear every game plan for life and see who Skip has coming up next week. Just go to 941thevoice.com, that's 941thevoice.com, and click on Program Archive. If you have a question or comment for Skip Hall about today's show, just send an email to skip at myfamilyradio.com. That's skip at myfamilyradio.com. 
Thank you for listening to Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall. This is Carolyn Holly inviting you to listen at this same time on this same station next Saturday as Skip and his guests go over the Game Plan for Life. And remember, no game plan, no victory.